from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. That went better than the last time we tried to record that. You know, after uh, 76 episodes of recording with you... I still like every once in a while. I'm like waiting to hear and Miles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. All right. Well, um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy that you're here, man. Now you're gonna get used to here, and and I'm Rick, and then you're gonna hear and I'm Brian. Yeah, right. Or Brian, you son of a bitch, because you're leaving me. <laughs> I had forgotten for just a moment. I was happy. <laughs> You had to take that away from me. Stimpless. Oh, sorry, Brain. He doesn't like you at all, apparently. No, I love you, Brain. You're the best. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, so, man, what have you been up to beer-related lately, man? Like, Jesus. Um, I got some weird beer, uh, and then I used it to make... Well, it's German, so, I mean, that qualifies as weird to me, I guess, but... It was a Schwarzbier. Oh, Schwarzbier is great. It's like Kohlezimfblum. And it has the weird like B that makes a different sound in German. Oh, you mean the, the double S? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about German. I just know that weird B is not a but B. It's not a B. It's a double yeah. S. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, I don't know. But I picked it up. I was at Chaconi's. And uh, I was getting some beer, and I saw that there. It was four ninety nine for a four-pack of pints. Well, hey. And so I was like, well, that's I'll worth a Schwartz beer. That sounds pretty great. Right, and I was planning to make uh, a corned beef and cabbage. So I was like, if it's not good, I'll just put it in there. Yeah, like, why would it, you put work. German beer in a corned beef and cabbage? Because I, I, have a I don't burger. really care about the rules. And it and I ended up doing that because it was actually a pretty good Schwartz beer. Okay. Um but I did it anyway because I needed something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do, like, my traditional broth. I don't stick, like, super strict to recipe, like, traditionalisms and stuff. So I was making my corned beef, but I wanted a little different flavor. So I put okay. a pint of beer in there. And it worked really well. That was super good. It meshed really well with the flavors. So actually, my biggest beer adventure this week was actually with Was cooking. trying a new beer. Well, and, and cooking with it. Yeah. So, and it turned out really cool. Cooking so. with beer. Yeah. Ah, magic hands. It was fun. It tasted really nice. Even my girlfriend liked it. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, this softened. motherfucker can cook. It was Sploosh. good. Well, a lot of it was th- thanks to the Instant Pot, but whatever. But it was good. Um, that was my beer adventure, though. I didn't do a whole lot else okay. besides that. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just been, like, for me, this week has been lime, like, mixed drinks. Like, oh, yeah. mojito, um, mules, like, yeah, just really cold, like, that frosty mug yeah. with, like, I don't know, it hasn't lime. been that hot this week, except for today. Today has been brutal. Yesterday was hot, too. Oh, I thought yesterday was fine. Yesterday, yesterday was only, was, like, 80. No, yesterday was, it was, it was 91 like, oh, in know. the afternoon. Oh, I don't know. It was, it was a delightful evening. Yeah, the evening was nice, but I've been like, well, and I've been moving like a bunch of stuff. Oh, so yeah. Lindsay moved in with me yesterday. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you're she, moving. Her lease ran oh, out okay. on her apartment, out, runs out on the first. When does your guys' new lease start? The 15th. 
So that's the issue. It's like we're like we got this two weeks. She's like two weeks between. of homelessness. Yeah, and so I have Brian, who's just like whatever, man. Like you can just live here whenever, just leave mm-hmm. whenever you want. Who cares? So I don't have like an official lease or anything to worry about. So she's living there for two weeks while we get ready to move to the new place. Um, so I've been moving stuff. So I've been hot all week because I've been like working. Yeah, you doing have. Stuff. Well, and I've been working a lot, too, so I haven't actually drank very much this week. But the couple of days that I have, it's been like, uh, I can't, I like found out about Jägermeister mules. Those sound fucking terrible. Yeah, they do. And then you try them. The trick is not putting too much Jägermeister in. You just put like a little. Well, and if you don't like it at all, then it's it's not going to be good. But um, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I like, I like, uh, I like Irish mules. And Moscow mules. Like, I like those too. The, that's that's about where my where my mules end. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess you could put rum in a mule, and it might be okay. But if you're gonna throw rum in a mule, you might as well make a fucking mojito. Right. No, I I, I did uh, I did a couple mojitos. Uh, no, I did like two mojitos yesterday, and then I did a couple of uh, yag mules. It, it's it's a big thing. Like, um, if if you don't like yag, you're obviously not gonna like that. Yeah. But uh, I really like yag. But I didn't want to like frat boy it and do yag bombs or anything, because yag bomb definitely passed yag bombs in my life. <laughs> but you're never passed. Yag I read bombs. A, I read about yag mules and I was like, well, that sounds awful, but I'm gonna give it a go because yep. I have yag in my freezer from like almost a year ago. Okay, and I was like, I'm just gonna try something with this. Tried that like a good amount of lime juice, some ginger ale. And just some yag. And bam. It's like nice and refreshing. Do you do ginger ale or ginger beer? It's uh, Verner's, like the diet ginger soda, whatever. Oh, okay. Whatever it is. Uh, So if you do do ginger beer, I think you get a little better flavor and you get a little bit more kick. Yeah, I I don't know. I I guess I don't know the difference. Like ginger beer is alcoholic. Oh, it is alcoholic. Yeah. Okay. See, I was trying to figure that out. Like... Lindsay kept saying ginger beer for stuff. And I was like, is that, that's just ginger ale. No, so, well, elsewhere, yes, ginger ale and ginger beer are pretty interchangeable. In the U.S., um, it's pretty strict. Like, a, ginger ale is soda, ginger beer is alcoholic. Gotcha. I mean, okay. they're, they're ales, but, you know. Yeah, that's why I was confused. But I, I guess now that you mention it, I have seen, like, ginger beer in the beer section. Mm-hmm. At like yeah, it usually comes with like a tiny four pack or whatever. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I've seen it up there. So I haven't tried that. I'd probably try it out, but I just got like it's ginger ale for US then. Yeah. So it's you're drinking Canada dry. No, I don't like that one. I like the Verners. I like because I have to drink diet sodas. I like, I like the, the, the connotation of drinking Canada dry. <laughs> that entertains me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I find it. I find it delightful and hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Beer wise, for me, not. I honestly not a ton. Made it up to Pitchfork. Uh, they got their Vienna Lager on. Drank a bunch of that. That's real. Oh, their good. Vienna Lager's good. Yeah. Drank some of that. Um, they got the uh, the Sweet Mac Cherry Stout on, uh, which nice. is named after uh, their uh, or the assistant brewer's wife, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that correctly. Um, so yeah, that's on, and uh, oh, that's pretty good too. So yeah, no ran trivia it was a good time. 
Uh, other than that, yeah, I don't know. Didn't even get down to the bridge this week. Was going to head down to Swinging Bridge for a couple last night, but then nobody wanted to do anything. So I was like, <laughs> well, okay, I'll go home. <laughs> Pedal my ass home. Nice. <laughs> After doing some discing. Uh, yeah, I don't know, brewed three beers last weekend, that was, that was fun, gonna brew, th- brew three beers again this weekend. Uh, fun brewing story, uh, well, I forgot to buy the right hops, or any hops for an IPA, so, like, the way I've been brewing to try to get caught back up from the month I was gone and just stay on top of everything is I've been doing, like, two to three brews a weekend, and so, like, I'm buying all these ingredients in bulk. And so, like, I make my list and I go through on Northern Brewer and just buy everything. And then it shows up in a couple of days. Makes sense. Well, I, like, when I was going through writing down the recipes, I forgot to put the El Dorado on there. And, <laughs> like, there were so many other ingredients that I couldn't, like, just go through the beer recipe or the my shopping cart and be like, oh, there's no hops on here. And then, because there was hops in there for two other beers. So I was like, I'm good. Yep. Bye. <laughs> and then everything shows up and I'm setting out the ingredients and I'm like oh no I have forgotten <laughs> a very important ingredient and that is hops oh boy oh jeez oh jeez oh, no, I dear. guess if I would have been thinking I could have picked them up today when I was up in the cities well that wouldn't have helped me last weekend oh oh yeah yeah that was for last weekend yep. I thought you meant for this weekend no that was for last weekend no, no this, for this weekend you're good. This weekend I'm good. I think I haven't gone through the box yet. Oh, hopefully, because I'm I'm afraid, and it's very hot. <laughs> Mostly that one. Put the yeast in the fridge. I'm like, I'll make starters tomorrow when it's less hot. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So beer. Uh. Let's talk about our Blondale. So Sounds we have good. our we have our Blondale. Um. In here, our recipe on this was seven pounds of two row, one pound of American wheat. Uh, and half a pound of C20 came in at uh, an OG of 10.44. So we're looking at about a 4.5% beer here. Pretty good for a uh, for a nice warm day like today. Mm-hmm. Overall impression, we're looking for, oh, uh, I'm sorry, hops on that. We used uh, half an ounce of Calypso at 60 minutes and half an ounce of Calypso at 1 uh, for total IBUs of 26, uh, which okay. is a little high on the style. Um, and then we fermented with 10.56, our favorite yeast. All right, yep. overall impression here. We're looking for an easy drink and approachable malt-oriented American craft beer. Oh, I forgot one thing to add here. Also notable beer. This is the uh, the first recipe that Rick took lead on. Yeah. Yes. Um, so let's let's hope he did a good job. Let's Often so. with uh, interesting fruit, hop, or character malt notes. Well-balanced and clean is a refreshing pint without aggressive flavors. All right, let's talk about some aroma. Uh Light to moderate sweet malty aroma, possibly a light bready or caramelly note. Low to moderate fruitiness is optional but acceptable. May have a low to medium hop aroma and can reflect almost any hop variety, although citrusy, floral, fruity, and spicy notes are common. Let's take a sniff. Yeah, so I get um, fruitiness, a uh, yeah. little little bready, almost like a uh, like a like a cakiness. Yeah, it it almost smells like cake. Yeah, like not the without the frosting, just like yeah, the just, bready just cake like part. the the cake bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fairly sweet smelling. All right, um, and bready. Yeah, I don't know what what would you give this uh, this uh, aroma? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, it's definitely moderate, moderate like fruitiness, moderate, which is uh, optional but acceptable. There's definitely at least moderate sweet aroma. Yep. Um, 
It is light and bready. Yeah. I'm going to give it a thumbs up on the aroma. I think, I think the, the aroma, aroma is there. It's unique, yeah. for it's, sure. It's definitely not exactly what I've smelled in other Blondales, but yep. it does line up some. with <laughs> what we're looking at here. We have some chill haze on this one. Um, all right. Uh, I can uh, smell some hop, though. And I think that contributes to the fruitiness. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I think all right. a little bit of pear. I think it's uh, pear. Maybe a little pear. I think it's pear. I think it's pear and something else. There's something else in there. Yeah, I don't know. It combines into cake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, appearance. We're looking for light yellow to deep gold in color, clear to brilliant, low to medium white uh, head with fair to good retention. Uh, yeah, I I would say we have a uh, a gold. Yeah. I'd give that a gold. Um, clarity is a little off, but it's that's golden. because uh, I, I force carved the keg this morning. Right. So... Uh, yeah, it's a little murky, but yeah, that's gonna settle out with another day or so, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I would say, yeah, the head sticks around, medium white head. Yeah, we I poured this uh, right as we started the episode. I yeah, so it fifteen up. minutes ago. And then if you can see, if you're looking on the camera, if you're in that in that club, uh, you it's can a pretty see good that club. the head's still hanging around. Become if you a want patron to be in that today. club, you can become a patron. All right, but uh, if not, I mean, take our word for it, I guess. I'm going to give the uh, the appearance a thumbs up there. It looks right. All right. You, you want to tell us about the most I important bit I want to talk about the here. flavor. Initial soft malty sweetness, but optionally some light character malt flavor, such as bread, toast, biscuit, and wheat, can also be present. Caramel flavors typically absent. If present, they are typically low-color caramel notes. Low to medium fruity esters, optional, but are welcome. Light to moderate hop flavor, any variety, but shouldn't be overly aggressive. Medium low to medium bitterness, but the balance is formally toward uh, toward the malt or even between the malt and hops. Finishes medium dry to slightly malty sweet. Impression of sweetness is often an expression of lower bitterness than actual residual sweetness. I don't know if I like this hop. Yeah? Yeah, so... The so go the, there's there's this nice soft malty sweetness right up front, um, and then like then it then it dives into these like bright fruit notes from the hops. Yeah, um, and it's a lot of pear, um, and like a lot of berry. You get pear and berry, and then, I don't know. I feel like I just been into a green apple. Oh, I don't get that at all. Really? Uh, so the well the finish is medium dry. There's there's uh like it finishes out pretty dry. Um, like it, but it goes, it goes sweet, 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 dry. Yeah, it dries out real quick. I don't think I don't pick up any berry. I get the pear, and it's almost like pear and green apple to me. I'm not picking up any apple or any cideriness. No, no, it's not cidery. It's like a green apple flavor. Yeah, but I'm not. I no. What off flavor is that one? Green apple. Yeah. It doesn't taste off. It tastes like a flavor from the hop. Acetaldehyde. It doesn't taste uh, like an off flavor. It tastes like a flavor that the hop's putting in there. Because it follows right in with the pear. Yeah, but... Yeah, and it does... It's not like a... It's not like a artificial green apple. Like no, it tastes like natural. It tastes yeah. like it's from the hop. I don't know. I'm getting more berry than green apple. I'm but. gonna let it rest. I don't know. Maybe our palates are just that different yeah, on this be. one. Yeah. Because I, like, this hop is a little weird, but I like it, actually. I don't know if I like it. 
I mean, it's it grows on me. Like the more I have, it grows on me. But I don't know if that's the alcohol or the hop. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and I mean, I like it, but that's also because I'm getting like a nice blend of pear green apple. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're getting a not so nice blend of berry pear, which yeah. is not as good. Berries and pears do not go very well together. Because pear and green apple works pretty right. well. So I think maybe that's it. I don't know. My yeah. pa- I'm not picking up any berry. So that maybe that's the issue. Maybe like our palate for this hop is just different. Yeah, it could be. So. All right. Uh, mouthfeel. Uh, well, I uh, we can get, I'm going to give it a thumbs up on the flavor. I think the flavor is there. I think I would use a different hop. Yeah, but I think everything else hits on flavor. I mean, we have the it's a it's a soft malty sweetness. Yeah, um, and it's got a little bit of caramelly, just like a hint in there, like a little whiff. I, there's there's just enough to let you know that you use caramel malt somewhere in it. Right, but it's good. Like it's it's nice and subdued and it's low mm-hmm. well there's nowhere to hide in that beer and i'd say we have medium bitterness in this it's a yeah. little bit on the higher end of the bitterness for a blonde yeah ale. but like it really helps cut some of that sweetness because if, if that wasn't there this beer would be undrinkable i think i think that's true it it would be really pretty sweet then um yeah and then it dries out nice so yeah. hey i'm not mad at it i'm not either not it mad. actually turned out pretty well all right, uh, there's a debate over the hop choice, but yep. Um, and honestly, I could see a different hop being better, but I'm thinking like uh, some amarillo in there. Or, oh yeah, some amarillo would create a nice flavor in there. Or uh, or um, some galaxy or some mosaic. Like, oh, some mosaic would be nice. Yeah, nice. but I'm a sucker for mosaic. Uh, anyway, mouthfeel: medium light to medium body, medium to high carbonation, smooth without being heavy. This is medium carbed, and I'd say medium yep. light body. Yep. So thumbs up there. This is another one in the box. We got a green check. Green check. All right, comments. Oh, we're not going to go into that. No, we've we're already not going done into that. that. Yeah, we just. I was. Yeah, no. Now, now what we're going to do we're gonna is switch I'm going to realize that I opened up British Strong Ale instead of <laughs> British Golden Strong. Uh, no, Belgian or Belgian Golden Strong. Sorry. Yeah. I have the right one open. I just write it wrong. Yep. Yeah. So I'm if you want to go, I, well, first tell everyone what it is. Uh, well, everyone who can see. I'll put well, it on and, beer camp. Yeah, and use your words. I'm going to use my words. I just wanted to get it on beer camp so people can see. Uh, Delirium Tremens? Is that how you say uh, it? Trems, I think. Or no, is that the Tremens? Or is There's the, an N. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Tremens. Uh, uh, Belgian Golden Strong Ale. It comes in a super neat bottle. I like this bottle. It's cool. It looks like yeah. the the delirium The delirium bottles are are very cool because they have they have that weird like stone painting over them. Yeah, it looks uh, like stoneware. Yeah, so it fun. is uh, eight point five percent alcohol. Yeah, so I went to the Delirium Cafe in Brussels. In Brussels, Brussels, Brussels. Yep. Yeah, where uh, they they boast a cellar of two thousand. What? They they have they they boast they have two thousand distinct different beers in their oh, cellar. Oh, okay, okay. I I thought you were saying S E L L E R instead of C. Oh, oh yeah. No, 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 <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Uh, and they had something like 50, 50 different uh, Belgian beers on tap. Damn. It was incredible. Oh. 
It hit me in the face. <laughs> so glad we got that on video. <laughs> See what you're missing out on when you're not a patron? This beer pop um, you right in the I face. I didn't have this this one. I had a bunch of their other stuff. They make really good beers. They're kind of like, uh, I would say like the Lagunitas of Belgium. Okay. They're, yeah. they're just everywhere. Sure. Um, that, that description makes a lot of sense in my head. Yeah, yeah. When you say that. that. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, so, but they also had a bunch of other, like, non-delirium beers and stuff. But, yeah, you'll walk around and uh, every every bar will have, like, a delirium, uh, like, umbrella or something set up outside or... Nice. Like, you know, just branded, so... Such you know. a cool bottle, though. And, yeah, so, and you could, so, the, you could, you could spot the tourists really easily because they were the ones walking around with open bottles of delirium just drinking out of it <laughs> that's awesome yeah so playing spot the tourists in belgium is pretty easy so i wonder like taking the label off this and then like glass cutting it to make a glass would be pretty cool yeah it would It'd be pretty dope It'd make a pretty cool glass oh yeah and it's big enough where you get a full pint in there right which is well an American pint, stupid. I've done that with pints. a couple of my uh, like surly darkness ones. That oh yeah, are painted labels. Nice. And then you just sand the. Yeah, uh, the first one shattered and cut my hand. Not quite Jake Tom level, but definitely was not good. Okay. But then I figured out how to cut glass correctly. Oh, that's good. That's good. Then I sand it. Yeah, and it works nice. Twenty five C. All right, 25C, Belgian, golden, strong. You got that nice and poured for us yeah, there? Yeah, I got it poured. Here's yours. All right, man. Oh, man, and I, I got us a little treat for after we're done recording. Ooh. You're, you're going to be so excited when I pull that shit out. Right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you should be. All right. Um. All right, so overall impression here, we're looking for a pale, complex, effervescent, strong Belgian-style ale that is highly attenuated and features fruity and hoppy notes in preference to phenolics. I'm already liking this already. Let's get rid of the phenolics. <laughs> no more phenolics, boys. <clears throat> yep, we're done with that. We're done. All right. Oot. Oot and a boot with it. All right. Aroma. Complex with slighty fruity esters. Moderate spiciness and low to moderate alcohol and hop aromas. <coughs> esters are reminiscent of lighter fruits such as pears, oranges, or apples. Moderate to moderately low spicy peppery phenols. A low to moderate yet distinctive perfumey floral hop character is often present. Alcohols are soft, spicy, perfumey, and low to moderate in intensity. No hot alcohol or solventy aromas. The malt character is light and slightly grainy, sweet, to nearly neutral. So I get pear, apple, pear. Little, like, just just a hint of, like, a, a perfumey, like, floralness. Yeah. Um, and then, then just, like, nice grainy sweetness. I had to blow my my glass out because I got fart as well. And I think it was, I don't know what was going on, but when I blew in my glass and cleared it out, it fixed it. Okay. That was, that's odd, but I don't know what I'll that take was. it. Uh, yeah, that's weird. But I got pear, like you said, uh, like a pear, like a papple, a pear apple. A papple? Is that a yeah. thing? Is uh, a papple I a thing? I wish it was. It's a papple a thing. I'd like it if a papple was a thing. I don't think it's a thing, but I'd like it. But yeah, it's like papple. It smells. Uh, there's apple pears. The, they're like mixed together. Um, let's see. Apple pears taking North America by storm. Also known as sand pears or nashi. 
or Asian pears. So somebody seriously missed the opportunity to call it a papple. I guess. Well, I don't know, so... That's ridiculous. It is a relatively new fruit to most people, though I've been grown here since the gold rush days. Uh, for the most part, uh, apple pear varieties are round in shape, with white flesh giving them appearance and texture similar to an apple. Uh, and they have a refreshing pear flavor. So somebody missed the opportunity to call it a papple. Where do I get one? <laughs> Pearple. They even have honey gold. And crunchy gold. There you go. Yeah, we need to get some of those and brew with them. I don't want to brew with them. I want to make a cider with them. Well, that's what I mean. We could brew a cider with them. I suppose we could do that's that. What, that's what I was saying. Anyway, back to the yeah. the problem at hand. So this smells like what I would imagine that must smell like. The papple. And, uh, yeah. Graininess. All right. And that's what I get. Appearance. Yellow to medium golden color. Good clarity. Effervescent. Massive. Long-lasting. Rocky. Often beady. Whitehead. Resulting in characteristic Belgian lace on the glass. Uh, these weren't poured super aggressively. Yeah. Um, so there's not a ton ahead in mine. How's I yours have looking? some. You got some? Okay. Let, let, me, let me pour a little bit more aggressive in there. Oh, gosh. Well, how about you pour on the... I'll pour some on the table, too. Well, I don't appreciate this. I'm going to grab a paper <laughs> towel. Calm down. There's a bottle for you. Cool your jets. I'm just saying, you didn't need to pull a mat. And if you don't know that reference, check out our other show, Department of Offense, every Sunday at 6 p.m. I wanted to show the people who can see the beer cam what it looks like when you spill it. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I like that. That way when you That's appropriate. When you find a spill on your table in the morning and you have this beer, you know, oh, I spilled that last night because yeah. I can recognize it from the BNS video I watched. I think there might be some head killing oils in my glass or I'm just not getting an aggressive pour. Well, I didn't I you poured it the second time, so I don't well, I didn't have much room in my glass to actually do another pour. Oh, okay. But uh You yeah. might have something in there too. Who knows? But either way, uh, there's some like head there. Soap or something. Anyway, uh, yeah. So appearance. This is yeah. This is yellow. Yeah, yeah. I was that's I was showing beer cam that too. Yeah, nice, very yellow. Nice yellow. Um, yeah, has that has that delightful head, especially on that one there. Um, yeah. All right. All Would right. you like to dive into the flavor? Our favorite part. Marriage of fruity, spicy, and alcoholic flavors supported by a soft malt character. Esters are reminiscent of pears, oranges, or apples. Pepples. Low to moderately low phenols are peppery in character. A low to moderate spicy hop character is often present. Alcohols are soft and spicy and are low to moderate in intensity. Bitterness is typically medium to high from a combination of hop bitterness and yeast-produced phenolics. Substantial carbonation bitterness leads to a dry finish with a low to moderately bitter aftertaste. Very highly carbonated. Oh, no. Oh, gosh dang. I Did skipped you, right into mouthfeel. Yeah, yes, Sorry. you went right in there. You took my job. I don't want to jip you, man. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, let's talk about some flavor on this bad yeah. boy. Mm. I'm going to give it three sips here. I got one down. Uh, yeah, so dry. Mm. Little like very like there's there's wow. hints of that uh of like that that pear from the aroma, not so much the apple, 
and there's just a little bit of like a grain character, but that's that's it. Yeah, definitely like phenols. They're like ghosts of fruits. Yeah, for eight and a half percent, it disappears quick. It really does. <clears throat> it comes and goes as soon as you swallow. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing, man. Just, just phrasing. <laughs> that was, I wouldn't have noticed that. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, darn. I said something weird. Um, I I get a little bit of alcohol, like the warming, especially in the oh, my yeah, throat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, see, I'm having trouble differ- differentiating from the warming of the alcohol and the warming of the weather right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get it in the back of my throat for sure. Um, some spiciness from the alcohol, but also it mixes with the... the yeah, like there's just like the hint mm. of perfumey character Yeah, from the booze. I it's like not it. Bad. It fits in. I like. I. It reminds me of Belgium. Like I don't hate to be that guy, but <laughs> it fucking does. It reminds me of when I was abroad. No, I've never been abroad. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, see what you did there. Very nice wordplay. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> All right, uh, mouthfeel very highly carbonated, effervescent, light to medium body, although lighter than the substantial gravity would suggest. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. Smooth but noticeable alcohol warmth, no hot alcohol or solventy character. I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So this like it's super effervescent. It's incredibly light. Yep. It goes down so easy. Like the only the only like indication that you're drinking something that's almost nine percent is the warming effect of the alcohol yeah and it's not hot it's just yeah. like it's it's you a little warm you, on the like, back of the it, it doesn't show up in the flavor really maybe maybe adding something to the sweetness um yeah it gives just a little bit of peppery phenol like in there it helps with that other than that like no alcohol flavor i think it just supports actually some of the yeast flavor to be honest i think that's really what it does kind of kicks that up um all right but the only thing i get from it to indicate that there's alcohol in this is like the back of the throat warming after i take a sip let me talk about some comments oh dude i can't wait for you please comment on this beer comments references to the devil are included in the names of many commercial examples of this style (laughs) (laughs) i come to drink your blood Satan. I don't think this one does. I don't know. Um, referring to their potent alcohol strength as a tribute to the original example, Duvel. Is that, am I saying that right? Yeah, Duvel. Okay. The best examples are complex and delicate. High carbonation helps to bring out the many flavors and tend to increase the precipitation of a dry finish. Well, that explains that. Traditionally bottle conditioned or re-fermented in the bottle, which is an older term for it, if I remember correctly from reading. Yes. So, same thing, just an older term. We now call it bottle-conditioned in brewing. Uh, Some history on this bad boy. Originally developed by the Murgat Brewery after World War I as a response to the growing popularity of Pilsner beers. So they were like, we heard you like Pilsners. We made something that is nothing like that. (laughs) Would you want some? (laughs) Here, have some. 
I guess I can see. No, like, it's 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 Pilsner ass. I guess and and I guess I can see that. Like it's like a Pilsner, but like Pilsner's much older, stronger brother that's been to the gym every day throughout right? high school. He's just like yeah. <laughs> and Pilsner's like a sixth grader. Oops. Yeah. So Belgian blonde strong is like. I have all the alcohol, but some some characteristics of a Pilsner. Yeah. It's nice and light. It's clear. It's made with lighter malt. So I guess I see that a little bit, but it's also like, this is all the alcohol versus your Pilsner, which is not. Right? <laughs> so speaking of that, um, we can go with some characteristic ingredients. And maybe this is where it comes from. The Pilsner malt with substantial sugary adjuncts. So it looks like when they created it, maybe they were trying to go for something Pilsner-y with well, a lot more alcohol. So what I think they were doing is they were taking their, their Blondale, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we need to dry this out. And, man, these guys drink a lot. They must like high-alcohol beers. So... Yeah. We'll yeah, throw my, some candy sugar in there, too. And My thought process was along the same lines. They were probably like Pilsner malt, because people like Pilsners. But we want more alcohol, so sugar. And then, like, there you go. Uh, Sazer-type hops or Styrian Goldings are commonly used. Belgian yeast strains are used, which makes sense. Uh, those that produce fruity esters, spicy phenolics, and higher alcohols, often aided by slightly warm and f- warmer fermentation and temperatures. Fairly soft water. Spicing oh. is not traditional. If present, should be a background character only. I like that. What's that? That it should be a background character. I do too. I don't think we should spice it. No, 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 no. But I, well, no, I, no. I'm I, like I'm just thinking spices from the from the yeast. Like, I wouldn't put any adjuncts in this, like... Any. No, no, that's what I mean. But, yeah. like, spicing, like, adding adjuncts, like, coriander and stuff. Which oh, God, no. It's something that people, like, people hear Belgian and they're like, coriander and Oh, orange. yeah, I've had Blue Moon. Yeah, exactly. You. And so... You what? I think that's what this is talking about, and I think that would be a terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is why it's not traditional. So, yeah. No, this, this beer needs to do its... But you don't need to do that. Just get rid of that. That's dumb. <laughs> Just no. No, don't no do thank that. you. Um, yeah. So I'll, let me compare it to some styles for you. Yeah, I would love it if you would do I, that. And please. you know what's interesting? I All of this stuff's just coming out of my brain. I'm not even reading Dude, it. Dude, you are so smart. Yeah, I know. I know everything about this beer. Um, it strongly resembles a triple, but maybe even paler, lighter bodied, and even crisper and drier. I'll Yeah, I'll... That's for sure. Uh, the drier finish and lighter body also serves to make the assertive hopping and yeast character more prominent. It tends to use yeast that favor ester development, particularly palm fruit, over spiciness in the balance. That that brings up a good point. It is similar to a triple. It almost reminds me of like the like that. That makes sense. So yeah. we're talking about Belgians here. And they were like, everyone loves pilsners, so let's make a triple that's a pilsner. Agreed. And yeah. that makes sense. Like They're like, yeah, we'll make it lighter and better. Right. And people like it better. But they kept the same amount of alcohol. So now, like, reading through that, that actually helps, like, understand 
probably where they came from on it. Because it is similar to a triple, but then there's that probably a little different yeast um, than you'd use in a triple. And then obviously those lighter malts and more adjuncts to get, make it lighter. Do you want to talk about our favorite part? Vital uh, second statistics. Favorite part. Vital statistics. Yeah, I suppose I have to just kind of let you just keep going. Yeah, that's fine. I see see you clicking away over there, and I'm like, I'll just keep talking about this stuff. (laughs) Um, All right, so uh, we're looking for IBUs between 22 and 35, an SRM between 3 and 6, OG of 1070 to 1095, and FG of 1005 to 1016. That's real low. Yeah, that's a lot. Looking for an ABV between 7.5 and 10.5. Well, there you have it. But we're looking for this dangerous, mean, light beer. Yeah. Devil. She's got the demon in her. Uh, All right. Uh, commercial examples. We're looking at Brig- Brigand, uh, Delirium, uh, Tremens, uh, Dule, uh, Teve, Duval, Judas, Lucifer, Pirat. They weren't kidding about the whole damn it. They were not. <laughs> Russian River Damnation. I've actually had Damnation. It's very good. I've, I've had, had Russian River beers. I've had, had uh, Tremens, Duval, and Damnation on this list, and I think that's it. Yeah? Um. Yeah. Uh, so I have a recipe that I've been kind of tip, 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 tapping away on if, you, uh, if you'd if you like to hear about it. That sounds cool. I mean, and I really want, I I, I, I need you to tweak this because I, I, I don't know, I may have gone a little little insane. All right. We also need to give it a badass name, too. Oh, I mean. Since that's part of it. We're going to just call it Satan's Butthole. Like, oh, I was. Oh, no, that's like something else. <laughs> But I actually like that now. <laughs> Satan's butthole, Belgian golden straw. <laughs> we could call it something else. I mean, I was because that's gonna... literally the first thing that came to my mind when you said we got to come up with a badass name. I like it. I like it. It is a bad ass. <laughs> but... I know. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking. I think like, it's super literally like demon hunting, like Winchester Belgian Golden Strong Ale would be cool. This is the this is the family business right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a tribute to my. We favorite. should we should just call it family business. Ooh, family business, <laughs> Belgian Golden Strong Ale, and it, right. business is B I D N E S. Oh, of course, yeah. All right, that's where we're gonna go. All with. right, family business, also known as Satan's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> family. Uh, Bidness, aka BGS, Satan's butthole. <laughs> it just keeps letting me put things in here in the title. Like. <laughs> All right. Um. So look, I'm thinking ten pounds of Belgian pale malt, right? Just get that good, like grainy thing. And then I'm like, well, you know, they were going for a pilsner, so they probably put like three pounds. A Belgian Pilsner in there, right? Mm-hmm. Just do some of that. Like, oh, we really need to dry it out and just kind of boost up this octane. Two pounds of clear candy sugar. Yeah. Right. Which gives us an OG of 1083. Nice. We're, we're, we're shooting for the stars right now. Shooting for the stars. Um, and then I'm thinking just two ounces of Styrian Goldings at 60 minutes for Seems 29 right. IBUs. Yeah, just just enough to balance out some of that insane sweetness that we just had from adding you know fifteen pounds of sugar, <laughs> right? Um, and then ferment with Belgian uh, strong ale yeast from Y yeast, uh, and that gives us uh, an ABV of 
9.7%. There you got it. Yeah. <laughs> she's up there uh, in like 5.2 SRM, which is a little high on the SRM's uh, thing, but I think it'll be okay. <laughs> well, it's family business. Family business, like it. After you drink a pint, you're going to want to do the family business. Well, it seems like, you know, I just got done slaying a Wendigo, and I get back to my hotel room in my shitty motel, and I'm like, family business, ale. Like, I'm just going to drink one of these and go to sleep. Yep. Yeah. No, that's what would happen, too, is you would, oh, you would you'd be like, well, now I need to go to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or find some waitress to bring to the back of the car. No, because no, once once you've had the family business, you can't do any business. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you might try, though. You I'm might saying. try. You might try. <laughs> Go ahead and save that. Pop a little OK on there. Uh, and then I think, I think, I think we can wrap up for this episode. That seems here. like we can do that. All right, man. All right, all right, all right. Hey, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. And... Well, and if you'd like to support us, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Uh, if you're into any Amazon shopping, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Your Amazon shopping is normal. We get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. You guys have been doing really good at that, and thank you a bunch. It's really been helping us out. It's been super cool. Yeah. Uh, and again, sorry about all these rapid-fire episodes that are coming at you. Sorry they're all, like, pre-recorded and stuff, but we're doing what we can to make sure you guys get the content you deserve. Pew, pew, pew! All right, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blinderstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blinderstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blinderscoreninja. You can also watch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash blinderstudios. We go live every Sunday night at 6 p.m. and every Monday night at 8 p.m. So make sure you guys check that out. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.